Okay, shalom everyone. We are back and we are excited to be able to bring the kingdom message once again. I'm Dr. Renee, the assistant pastor of Empowerment of Faith. And for those who have been watching us week after week, we say shalom to you. And we are excited that you have the opportunity to share this message as well. So we just ask that you would uh, share it, like, Subscribe if you have not already done so, and you can feel free to comment also in the chat. So without further ado, we have Dr. Larry Smith. So Dr. Larry, go right ahead. I'm Ben Yakal. All right. <laughs> ben Yakal. Go ahead, Ben Yakal. Or Yakob. I'm the son of James, Yakob. Okay. All right. We appreciate that, uh, Dr. Nate. Appreciate you so much. And all of our scholars, you know, just give a shout out to you, uh, those who are watching us live by way of YouTube right now or whatever social media platform you're on, or even if it's our television broadcast, which would be airing this message uh, uh, live, not live, but in time to come. Whenever it's airing, we just say hello to you and shalom. All right. So we're going to uh, we're talking about why prayer is necessary. We're teaching uh, a vein of kingdom keys or kingdom concepts of successful prayer we started on. And we're going to hit some of those points. We'll also uh, have our book out now, uh, uh, Kingdom Keys, uh, Concepts of Prayer. Concepts of Prayer. And I think the marketing ministry uh, may have, uh, I had it in my hand, but I put it somewhere. But anyway, we we got it out. You know, it's a, a study uh, guide, a study tool, and give you some keys and principles that will e equip you with the tools you need to be effective in prayer. So prayer is necessary, and some people don't pray. That's going to be another section we're going to teach why people don't pray. But one of the main reasons people don't pray is because they are not successful when they do pray, you see. And then you have a religious prophet will come up with these utterances such as, well, the delay is not necessarily denial. He may not come when he when you want him to, but he's right, always right on time. See, all of these are prophecies that are being uttered by a religious prophet. They have no substance to them. They are pacifiers, band-aids to cover up a lack of knowledge of the kingdom and not knowing how to pray. Now, uh, I always ask this question. I'm going to ask it again. Tell me why prayer is necessary. We must petition uh the we must petition the Father's soul that His will can get done on earth just like it is in heaven. That's the only way it's going to happen through prayer. We are the legal agents in the earth. We have legal rights. See those those two basic kingdom concepts: restoring man to his righteousness, giving man his dominion back, so man can manifest the father's will on the earth mankind is the legal agent in the earth and a concept are the ideals and thoughts that form our belief system that we receive ideas and thoughts that we receive that form our belief system that's what that's what concept so uh our belief system is based on this we have been restored back to righteousness we have our dominion back now what Yeshua prayed and what he told us to pray the first principle precept that he gave us to pray when he was teaching the scholars was your will be done in the earth just as it is in heaven that only can be done through a legal being in the earth created by the father given authority by the father who created the earth and gave the earth to this legal being to rule, dominate, and manage it, asking the father to do that. The father cannot do it on his own. He must have someone in the earth legal to take care of that. And that's going to take us into point number five. Uh, Elohim will not violate his delegated authority in the earth. We're going into our notes. Point number five. Elohim, we have seven points on why prayer is necessary the fifth point is Elohim would not violate his delegated authority in the earth. We are his delegated authority. We have our position of righteousness back with him as relates to 
our relationship with him. See, relationship is very important. Once a relationship is established, then we communicate through fellowship. A lot of people will say, I know where I'm going when I die. I'm going to heaven when I die. But they have no fellowship, have no communication other than religion speaking to them and telling them certain things, how to live. And they formulate their own system of righteousness and their own system of living. I talked to someone just recently. I told him, if, if uh, uh, the way you live in now, if you were to die today, where would you go? Oh, I'll go to heaven. I said, for real? <laughs> I thought you were joking. I said, for real. I'm talking about pimp player now. <laughs> pimp player. I said, for real? Yeah, you know, because I, I got that right, you know, because it's all about, you know, you know I'm, I'm a good person. I do right things and stuff like that. I said, you do a lot of terrible, evil, wrong things, too. What you going to do about that? Uh, well, you know, you know, I I think you take that one. Talk. I think and I feel and I say, you know what? You are a very, very religious person. You are one of the most religious persons. Two, three, ten, twenty that I've met because I met a bunch of. Them. And I explained to him that all these things you are saying are formulated on your own opinion. It's not based on these concepts. It's not based on your position of righteousness that you are in violation of by your lifestyle. It's not based on your dominion that you have received back to, from the father to dominate your life. You won't have to do illegal stuff to gain wealth and stuff like that if you are dominating, dominating your life circumstances. You, you don't have to resort to getting high to feel good. You don't be having to have sex to release dopamine, listen to music to release dopamine. You don't have to do all these things if you're dominating your circumstance in your life. You have to do these things because you're not dominating because you don't understand dominion. So really, you don't have the basic key concept. Talk to another gentleman about the same thing. And he was glad to listen. Kept on the phone an hour and a half. I ready to go. I had stuff to do. My wife said, you sure was out there a long time. You know, I was out in, in the home gym out back. And uh, I said, well, I didn't even know it. I just, I, I just, you know, he was pulling on me and he wanted to hear. And I kept giving him truth and he kept pulling, kept giving, and look, bro, I got to go. <laughs> you know, we be on Thursdays, the weekends, we have teaching session, we got this. Just, just come to this and I promise you'll get a lot and I have no problem talking with you. Because I, I never want people to be afraid to approach me and talk to me about things. That's why I didn't tell him. Somebody else snitched on me. I didn't tell him I was I was a pastor. Never told him nothing. I never did. All right, Dr. Renee, go right ahead. On that last point, when you um, stated Elohim will not violate his delegated authority, could you qualify and uh, say who that delegated authority is um, because the scripture and uh, all of Timotheus two and one that talks about all in authority, you know, how that one is misconstrued. Can you just qualify who is considered his delegated authority? Okay. We'll put that scripture up. She's making reference to, because uh, there is one also in Romeo 13, where it's all authority that exists is of Elohim. All right. And I believe it or not, I'm, I'm getting to that. That's in, in the, we coming in, going right into that. So let's go back to our notes. She had the question for others, because I know she know, but let's go back to our notes. Then we're going to uh, go to uh, be, uh, Aleph Timotheus 2, 1 through 2. But Elohim will not violate his delegated authority in the earth. Now, the first thing we need to understand is this. Barashi 126, the father gave mankind dominion in the earth. Uh, in Tehillim, uh, the uh, heavens belong to the Lord, the earth he have given to the children of men. Uh, Tehillim uh, 24, the earth is the Lord, the fullness they, thereof, and they that dwell therein. By creative rights, everything belonged to him, but he created the earth and then created man to dominate and govern the earth. He delegated authority in the earth to man. When he said 
they have dominion. You know, the, the, the translation said, let them have dominion. But you look in the Hebrew, it'll just say, he created man his own image, own likeness, dominate the earth. Radah in the Hebrew, rule, manage, govern the earth. This is why I created you to rule, manage, and govern the earth. When he said that he delegated his authority to mankind in the earth. Man is the only legal agent in the earth. That's what happened, okay? Now, you uh, there's a principle of kingship, and that is, and the principle rule that cannot be broken. Two kings never dominate the, or rule the same territory. As it relates to a king, a king owns everything in his territory. Now, we're dealing with a king who created everything. And by creative rights, he owned everything. A principle of a kingship is this. A king can give any of his territory, wealth and resources in his territory, give to whomever he choose. That's why Yeshua said, you didn't choose me. I chose you and appointed you. He was actually making reference to the beginning where, whereas we made you in our image and our likeness by way of choice. Then we created an earth and put you here in this earth, gave you a mandate, gave you an appointment, gave you dominion to bring fruit in the earth, evidence, spirit of life, other human beings in our image, our likeness, who would do the same thing, you see. So by having that key concepts, those two key concepts, when you study over in the Messianic writings, many uh, 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 truths that Yeshua would state were already stated in a Tanakh. You know, I chose you, you didn't choose me. Well, and because it, it don't sound right because he said, whosoever will come to me. So we have to make the choice to get born again. Now, are you telling me that I you only chose certain people to be born again? No. He was making reference back to Barashid when he created us and created us for a purpose. So he's making reference to human beings whom he gave delegated authority to. You remember uh, the human beings in turn gave that delegated authority to Satan. All right, now let's go to, uh, be, be, I mean, I left Timotheus and then we got a scripture on our notes we're going to go to and we're going to deal and validate that Satan had legit authority that was given to him. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions and all of these particular prayers we're talking about here they we have them in our, our study guide in our prayer uh, that book dealing with kingdom concepts that we have out now thanksgiving be made for all people for kings and all in authority all in authority this is what she was getting at all in authority that we may lead, live peaceful and quiet lives in all righteousness and holiness all right this is good and pleases elohim our savior here they're calling yeshua elohim who wants all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. All right, and he'll deal with knowledge of the truth he is talking about. When, when he said for kings and all in authority as related to delegated authority, right here, when he said all, most people leave out the leaders within the congregation. Because when he said kings, you had secular kings who were dealing with Elohim's people. Y'all seeing this? And when he went to all who were in authority, he was primarily making reference to those whom he had delegated authority to. Most of the time, it shifted over to secular authority, to pray for the president, pray for the governor. The governor and president ain't saved. The only prayer I can pray for them is salvation, being saved. And he's going to uh, qualify that in verse 5. For there is one uh, Elohim, one media, Yeshua, between Elohim and mankind, the man, Yeshua, Messiah, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at the proper time and for this purpose. So what he is saying as it relates to the secular people in authority, you pray for them, too, that salvation would come to them. He, I mean, that's the only thing we could do. And the prayer here is not primarily just like Roman Yom 13 for the secular authority. The primary reason here is on behalf of the people. So the leaders who are operating in delegated authority 
in governmental ministry within the congregation, pray for them so that they that they uh, feed the flock properly, so that they handle the people of Elohim properly, so they watch over their soul. It's a lot in this, but most times it's approached from a religious teaching base saying that, well, we got to pray for the king, pray for those in authority. And you forget about your own people. So now this delegated authority he's talking about is not what we're talking about uh, in the uh, those that basic concept of receiving our dominion back. All of us have authority. And all through the scripture, he said, pray for everybody. That's why he said, first of all, petition, prayers, intercession, giving thanks be made for all people, everybody. And don't leave out, don't leave out the, the king that is uh, dealing with you as a result of your disobedience. It never was the will of the father to have a king ruling his people. He is the king. It was his will for a shepherd to govern and manage his people. Okay, now let's go back to our notes because that teaching is in our prayer study guide, Kingdom Concepts. Uh, uh, what's, what's the name of the book? Kingdom Concepts? <laughs> I write them, y'all put them together. <laughs> okay, all right, let's go back to the notes. All right, now, point number one. Elohim, we got two points with point number five. Elohim cannot be blamed for the condition of the world on earth. Yokana, uh, Yokana 10 10. Before you go there, I mentioned Romans 13. Now I got to go there. Yes, we, yes, I'll do the Holy Spirit. Go to Romans 13, and then we're going to look at FEM 4 and, and uh, 10. Romans 13 and 1, then FEM 4, and we're going to come back here. Real quick. Real quick. All right. All right, come on, reader. Now, before they read, the, here's the book, Kingdom Keys to Effective Prayer. Kingdom Keys to Effective Prayer. Get this book. I got keys in here. I got principles in here. You can study. It's a study guide. It's not wrote for you to be lazy with it. I gave you some, some, some principles, some, some keys. You can go through and pull the keys out, and you get every prayer that you pray answered. Believe me, it works. Okay, now, uh, read uh, 13 and 1, please. Let everyone be subject. I'm sorry. Thank you. Let everyone. Okay, you can get it straight. Give me another reader. Come on, read. Okay. Let, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which Elohim has established. The authorities that exist have been established by Elohim. Hold up. Now, that's not correct. That is not correct. And I'm going to prove to you that is not correct. Look at uh, about all authority. And all authority has been established. That means that he delegated directly authority to everyone who has authority. That has everything to do with point number five. He will not violate his delegated authority. We teach him why prayer is necessary. Now go to FEM 10. I mean 4 and 10. Let's look at this, 4 and 10, and then there's another one in 1 and like 24. All right, now at FEM 4, uh, let me see where I want to be at. 6 and 10, I'm sorry, 6 and 10, 6 and 10. There we go. All right, read. Finally, be strong in Yahweh and his mighty power. Keep reading. Go all the way through verse. Uh, just read till I tell you to stop. Okay. Put the full armor of Elohim so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. All right. Now, did it did did he not say against the authorities, the powers of this dark world? The father did not delegate evil authority. And he's letting us know that there's evil in authority. So all authority doesn't come from him. Now look at same book one 
and around verse 20, FEM 1 and 20. Let's go in here. May I ask a question about this verse? Sure. Okay, so um, in that verse about the... Go back to the verse, please. About the authorities and the principalities. Mm. Is it true that the word government used to be in there, but it was taken out when King James translated? Well, what it is, is different... You can pull up different translations. They're going to give you different things. Like, pull up the living uh, translation. Pull up the living translation. Okay. Now, he, he says, but against evil rulers and authority of the unseen world. Now, look at uh, the King James Version. Okay, where is it? Principalities, powers against. Now, okay, we see the different translation. Take that down because I don't like looking at the Greek stuff. All right, you 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 see there are different uh, translations, but when you study that word out, when you go in and study that word out, it's going to make reference. Uh, you remember the scripture over in Matthew, Yahoo, uh, uh, when Yeshua said, "I give you keys to the kingdom." Then he said, the, the gates of hell won't prevail. That word gate should be authority or government. It's the same thing here, the, what you asking about that. The, and when you trace these words in the Hebrew, because Sheo was not speaking English nor Greek. When you trace the word for authorities or government, you're going to get Hades. You see gates and you see how this translated. And he simply talk about these evil spirits that are operating in the authority that Adam gave up to them. Now, uh, FEM, now let's go to one. And it, it, you have different, what you call ranks, military terms. Shao was using military terms when he was expressing the thought here. Uh, principalities, principalities, uh, authorities rulers all of these are a mimic of the host of heaven army the armies of heaven that's why we be stressing that we don't do spiritual warfare we don't fight spiritual battles because we are not malakams our name uh we are not malakams aka angels see the translation for angels is messengers but M michael this rank of angel of malakams He's not a messenger. He's a fighter, you see, and that's what he does. So heaven have a army and provide protection to his citizens, you see. So in the military, when I signed up for the military, they told me I was no longer a citizen. I was citizen. I was government property. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. No, no, you are not. Your name is not Michael. You're not in heaven. You're a citizen. In the kingdom of heaven. All right. So that's again is religion. Now go to FEM one, but I hopefully I get the question there. But what you do, you fill through kingdom concepts and see how it was dealt with in the Tanakh. Now go to verse 17. Uh 1 and 17. We're gonna pick up reading there. Uh 1 and 17. Let me see. Do I wanna uh let's go uh just start reading. And this actually is another guideline uh, to pray, to use to pray. Yeshua taught, that's our primary. This is based off what, how Yeshua taught them to pray. Start reading at 17. I keep asking that Elohim of our Yahweh, Yeshua, the Messiah, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Keep reading. I'll tell you to stop. I, I pray that the mind of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the, the riches of his glorious inheritance and his holy people, and his in, incomparably great power for us who believe. The, that power is the same as the mighty strength 
he exerted when he raised the Messiah from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Okay, right hand is making reference to authority. Chief authority, period. The same authority that he possessed when he left that authority in the country, the place of heaven, and came to earth as a man. He laid that down. Okay, go ahead. Okay, which script I started reading? He appointed and seat him at his right hand in the heavenly Right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority. All rule, all what? Authority, all power, all dominion. You see, now I studied this out already. And again, he's going back to this military structure and these different demons that's occupying positions the same way they know that heaven had different uh, Malachim's occupying position in the in 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 the uh, army of heaven. Different one, they do different things. So you got rule, authority, got power, you got dominion, and then every authority that is invoked, not only this present age, but that also which is to come, saying that Yeshua, the the authority that he is operating in now is the same authority he had previous to coming here. And that means everything throughout eternity is being subject to him. And Elohim had placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the holy nation, which is his congregation, the foot of him who feel everything in every way. So the uh, evil authorities, the father did not delegate these rulers and dominions and, and, and authorities, the father didn't give them nothing. He gave it to man. All authorities didn't come from uh, uh, Elohim. These authorities that he's making reference to on earth came from man. See, the point is he won't violate his delegated authority. This is why the father won't attack them. It's our responsibility to petition heaven and use our dominion to handle them. Not to permit them to do things through us. We have authority to resist. We have the authority to say, no, you cannot do that. We have authority when the thought come to us to resist that thought, cast that thought down. We have our dominion back now. You understand? We don't have to fight them but we don't let them rule in our minds. We have the, they don't have no authority to control us. You can't control me. You have the authority to loose, release, declare illegal and lawful any thought that come to your mind that's not of the Father. Any presence that's in your, your presence, your place of dominion, not to be there. You don't have to fight them. You just tell them to leave. You don't have to go kick them out yourself. Once you say leave, Michael is right there waiting to kick his butt out. That's his job. You don't go in no spiritual warfare all night. That's why people are getting defeated and not getting nothing done. But you out of a person is out of place conducting spiritual warfare. You are not in heaven. You are not created to conduct war and fight nobody. You are created to dominate the earth. Period. Uh, look at uh, you, uh, the book of you. Let's go there, and we're going to show you. We're going to show you about how delegated authority and how the Malachans respect delegated authority. April 1 chapter in the book of you, I'm, I'm in the King New King James Version. If y'all go to NIV, that's, that's good too. Now, he talks about this. Um... Eight. Look at you. Eight. You can go in the NIV. That's fine. You eight. There's a lot of. What was I going to deal with that? Oh, okay. Now watch this. Watch this. Uh. Come on. Come on. Come on. I like to get get you involved because this is not a, a church service. Look in eight. Uh. Somebody read verse eight. Ain't but one book in you. <laughs> eight. There we go. Read that. Come on. Give me a, another reader. Get sound. Go right here. Likewise, all. Also, these dreamers defile the flesh, reject authority, 
and speak evil evil of dignitaries. Yet Michael the uh, Michael the Malachim, the archangel, and in contending with the devil when he disputed about the body of Moshiach, dared not bring any against him a reviling accusation, but said, Yahweh rebuke you. You see that? Now, you know, religious folks, Lord rebuke you. <laughs> no, no, Satan, the Lord, rebu you rebuke him. He invading earth. Michael knew that he didn't have dominion in the earth. He can't do nothing in the earth unless he is permitted through a legal agent in the earth. So when he came to get the body of Moshiach in the mountain, Satan showed up. And Michael, and Michael knew he, he just fight battles. And he came to escort this body. You understand? So he wouldn't say nothing against Satan because he knew that the dominion that Satan was operating in was legal by him receiving it from mankind himself. That's why he said, the Lord rebuke you. As a creative being that he created, he rebuke you. I can't deal with you. I can only do anything in this earth. I can only do something in this earth that I've been authorized legal to do because I have no dominion here. I was sent to get the body. That's it. I can't fight with you. That's, all, that's, that's it. So it said, the Lord who created you, he rebuke you. Because he come to get, we were sent to get his his minister, his leader, body, who who walked in obedience. And the only reason he is laying his spirit and soul is in heaven now is because he got offended and lashed out at the people and said, you, you, you napperhead jokers, you just complain and grumble all the time and took that staff and hit the rock and water came forth and the father told him to speak to the rock. But he handled the rock was the word. The rock was Yeshua. You find it in Corinthians, Sheo talks about that, that that was Yeshua, the word who was with them and providing provisions for them. And instead of speaking and obeying the father like uh, 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 Mo, uh, uh, the Moses obeying the father like the father instructed him, he said something else. And Moshiach was the only representation of the father that they had. So when he missed it, the people thought the father was speaking rough to them and didn't want to give them nothing. But the father told him, no, you just speak and I'll give them order. No, I'm tired. I'm tired. I had enough of them. I know they had, I know they had locks, not dreadlocks. It's not, they had locks. They had braids. Yes, they did. They had heavy melon in their skin. Yes, they did. Those are the only group of people that can worry anybody to death. <laughs> there's the only group of people that will give you a hard time I'm telling you as a leader they will give you fits <laughs> don't hold your head down now I'm talking to you <laughs> shoot I talked to Yosef and, 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 and the times I do talk to Lizzie because you know I talk to him about different things other people I know they're just so easy to receive and, and to work with. But boy, let me get one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was it was y'all out there wearing that man. You know you were. But anyway, and you finally got on the skin and that, that made him miss the promised land. He couldn't take the people in. Yahashua had to do it. Anyway, now, so that, and now let's go to uh, Matthew. So, uh, uh, Ark mean prince or chief in war. That's Michael. His ministry, he is a chief warring angel, a Malakam. Angel just means Mr. Malakam. And he was sent to get the... Uh, so you goes back to the time when Moshia uh, missed it and he went up to the mountain and died. He made a transition. Then he showed up again uh, when Yeshua, him and Elihu, they showed up again on that mount and they, they was talking to Yeshua. Y'all remember? And the, and the scholar said, look, we look and we couldn't see because it was so bright. We had to hit the ground, but we heard him talking. Then Kepha said, let's, let's build a, a steeple here, here. Let's start a ministry. Let's start a movement and dedicate it to him. And then the father said, nope, don't, don't be naming no Alpha and Omega ministry or no we going on the south side outreach. 
He said, you listen to my word. You hear my son is what you do. You don't start all these denominations and all this stuff. You just hear that word and stick with the word. And that's what he told him. Read the book. You'll see it. Okay. So now let's go to Matthew 4. We just proven out that the father doesn't violate delegated authority. And Satan legally got what he had. And the Ark of Malachim, the chief Malachim of war, Michael knew that. Now, again, the devil uh, took him to a very... Somebody else read. I can say move on. Thank you. Somebody else read. Again, the, the devil, devil took, took him to a very high mountain and showed wait, him... Wait, hold up. Hold up, Pastor Renee. Slide up some. Go to... Uh, slide up at verse 1. Okay. And begin reading that. Go, go ahead, Pastor. Read there. Verse one, mm -hmm. then Yeshua was led by the spirit until the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Notice he wasn't thirsty. So all y'all going in these 40 day water fests, you're going to keep on and mess your, mess your organs up. Go right here. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of Elohim, tell those, tell these stones to become bread. Yeshua answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of Elohim. He repeated what the father told Kepha and his scholars while Yeshua was on earth with him. Go right ahead. And that no, was no. written in the Tanakh, by the way. That was already written what Yeshua was repeating. Go ahead. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him to stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of Elohim, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Now, this is a repeat of Tehillim, uh, that first book in Tehillim round 91, 91, 11, and 12. You see how Yeshua is speaking out of the Tanakh for folk that are talking about the Old Testament that's past and stuff. What do you think Yeshua did? He didn't say nothing new. Oh, come on, read. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. Go okay. Right Verse seven, Yeshua answered him, it is also written, do not put Yahweh, your Elohim, to the test. Mm -hmm. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him in all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Yeshua said to him. Yeshua okay. said to him, you don't have no dominion. Man have dominion in the earth and you don't own nothing. Did he say that to him? No. The answer is no. He said, away from me, Satan. Again, it's written. What was already written is what he repeated. Worship Yahweh, your creator, your sovereign ruler, and serve him only. Then he never negated what Satan was said about the authority that he had in the world. And, and you look at Yahweh, a.k.a. Job, Satan appeared before the elders and said uh, he brought presented himself in the leadership meeting. And the father said, what you doing here amongst my leaders? He said, walking, walking my dominion, I got. And he never said, you don't have dominion. That dominion was given to him by Adam. The father never, and he did not override that delegated authority. He gave it, he delegated it straight to mankind. Man, Adam and Masa Isenigad gave it to Satan. So it man have to deal and had to deal with him. That's why a man had to come and defeat him. A legal man in the earth had to come in the earth and get that back, what was given to him. And that's why Yeshua said, I'm going back to my place and I'm giving you what you lost in Matthew, uh, Matthew 28. All power in heaven and earth, all authority has been given to me. Now I'm giving you back what you had and what you were supposed to do with it originally and make other human beings in my image, I like my likeness and cover the earth. That's what you do with this dominion that you 
what I gave you with my original intent, I never changed my mind. The father won't violate his authority. The, the Lockhams, they won't violate it. Now, we get our authority back, make sure that we understand this in terms of delegated authority. When it comes to, uh, because there has been such a lack of proper teaching along the lines of leadership and structure and order and government, the kingdom government within the holy nation, too many people don't understand delegated authority. Oh, I, I got more money than you get. I don't care nothing about that. I'm doing what the father called me to do. Your money don't put you in a place where you can get in the way with what I've been, the mandate on my life and what I'm to do. You know, the pray, praise and worship leader want to go lead the prayer. And a prayer warrior uh, want to go sing a song. I'm not prayer warrior. Let me, I rebuked that. The person who is praying, I just taught against that. The person, <laughs> I just got to talk. The person who is praying, the leading leader who is structuring prayer and getting things together, instead of doing that, they want to go sing now. Who was it? Nebuchadnezzar, who went in the temple to offer up incense because of his success as a king. And that success was a direct product of him being connected to the prophet Zechariah. And now he's so successful and got so big. Now I'm going to go off up incense. I got influence. I got fame. I got money. I'm going to preach the message today. Pastor, I, the Lord gave me a message this morning. Uh, oh, he did? Yes, I want you to uh, just let me minister this morning. I can handle, handle the word for you. Wait a minute. Then I, well, hold on. Wait a minute. Um, yeah, they told me you've been giving uh, like millions to the ministry. You've been sowing. Your tithes is 10 million a month. And stuff like that. And your offerings, 20 million, and you just supported everything we do. Now you actually think, now this is this pastor, how I, I respond. Now you actually think I'm fool enough to let you do something that you have no calling to do because you got money. So you actually think you the source of financial support for this ministry and not the father. Brother, the devil is in you. And I rebuke him and cast him out if you want him out of you. That is crazy. Oh, Pastor, I don't what did I just say? I said, I'm, I, you, you just told me you was teaching this morning. You're not even the ordained elder. Pastor, I said, yeah, what you been smoking, dude? Pastor, I don't know what's going on, man. It's just the, if he right, that's what he'll do. Arm himself and pray for me. If he arrogant, well, I tell you what, I won't be there no more. Uh, well, I, I promise, brother, I'll help you go out the door if you're in one right now. No, pastors don't do that. They they let people that's got uh, sugar and salt mixed up sing, lead the worship, play the instruments, uh, preach messages, put them over the children's ministry, molest their kids, do all kind of stuff because they want people. Those are hiring so strange fires offered up everywhere because delegated authority has not been taught nor understood. That's a problem. Well, I tell you what, young man, I'm 90 plus 10 plus 8. And if you don't stop teaching like that, I'm going to have something to do with you. But well, you better find get <laughs> a rocking chair and go sit in it. Cause you can be 900 plus 40. Ain't no jellyback passing this right here. I understand delegated authority. You remember the Roman uh, leader in the Roman army who heard about Yeshua and he did all he could to get to him back through his financial support. He bought buildings. He's He, he supported uh, what they were doing with his monies and he and his uh, one of his employees got sick. Y'all remember when his uh, superintendents got sick, when his chief guy got sick. And what did he do? Yeshua, the 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 religious folks said, "Man, you gotta come on, come on, Yeshua. We don't believe him, but come on and and, and uh, fix this man because he's giving us money. We don't believe who you are, but you you, you can fix this. We good because he's giving us a lot of money. I mean, he's supporting our political agendas and everything. He the reason why we got the president to come to our ministry. We got so many folk, and he just been supplied so the president even won't come speak here." And, and by the way, he been building us temples and stuff. And then Yeshua said, okay, uh, where is he? Let's go to him. I'm going to recognize. 
it wasn't because they asked Yeshua recognized this man's heart. And he recognized that this man was giving his money because of his heart. And wherever your heart is, that's where your money going to be. Yeshua knew this man was after him and using all his resources to try to get to him. So it wasn't the money that moved him. It was this man's heart. Did y'all hear what I just said? So you got folks, I'm seeking the Lord, seeking the Lord, and stand you as a gnat. You ain't going to find him. Your heart not right. Uh, if your heart follow, your treasure follow your heart. So, and when Yeshua went to go, this man said, uh, wait a minute, hold on, tell me you don't have to come to my house. No, no. Mm -mm. You don't have to do that. You say your word, and I know he be healed. And Yeshua said, you know what? All these churches around here and, and masks around here and cathedrals around here, ain't don't none of them have the faith of this heathen here who has been trying to get to me and he is expressing and proving it through his heart. They using it. They want to extract everything they can out of him. This brother got a heart and I haven't found this type of faith even around the holy nation. Ain't that terrible? Isn't that something? I, they, they won't even... Honor me with first fruits. They don't talk about no tithe. And this brother here, out of his, his heart, his treasures with his heart, and he's proven himself. He said, I haven't, saw, I haven't saw this type of faith. Nowhere. And then he said, he sent another message. Tell him that I'm under authority. And I understand authority. And remember, Yeshua was operating as a man and not Elohim. So Yeshua spoke the word and released the word and the man believed it and his, and his superintendent was here. Delegated authority. He was on a delegated authority. He understood Yeshua as a man was here with delegated authority man had in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Now let's go to Yochanan 10.10. Elohim cannot be blamed for the condition of the world or earth. So scholars, everyone hear me, hear me good. Do not say the Lord took nothing. He don't take stuff. I've been trying to get this through some out of here for a while. Not here. I'm, I'm not talking about none of y'all. But they, they, uh, where the Lord see fit to take something, that's, uh, man, I told you before, when you, <laughs> that's how I be talking. Forget it. Okay. All right. Let's just, all right. I got you. Let's just talk about something else and we move on. Now, uh, 10 says what? The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the fullest. Okay, so he cannot be blamed for what his delegated authority has allowed to happen. You have to put the blame where it goes. Praying, we need to get this because we pray and 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 Lord, you, you took my daughter, but I'm still thankful and I'm going to bless your name. Why be how to do this? Now them wrote, sent prophets, taught them, and they still blaming me for taking stuff. Do you actually think he 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 like hearing stuff like that when he told us he come to give us life? Well, why you let that happen to my son? I've heard people say this. I got the answer with truth. I cannot give a religious facade or really religious uh uh alcohol, religious. Band-Aid, religious, what an antibiotic. I cannot do that. I have to tell them that he didn't take nothing from you. No, he didn't. He didn't let nothing happen to you. Well, you know, I lost. What you mean you lost? Put the blame where the blame go. And if you read before then, you'll, you'll find out how the thief still kill and destroy. He was talking about teaching. That's why education is so important. Words are so important. When people get an audience and speak words to them, they are communicating a source of thought. This is another reason why so many people want to pastor. They got to have these group of people that hear their words because they understand if they hear my words, I got control of them. You understand this? singing so many people want to sing they're singing words they're saying words and they know these words the source of those words going to be deposited in the person belief system 
and you watch these pictures. I watched this picture. What was it called? Green Law, Greenhouse, Green something. And everybody wanted the pastor. They they wanted that position to stand. And even the 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 who played the girl part, she was the worship leader, and she wanted to jealous because her daddy wouldn't let her preach and let the other daughter preach. She wanted that power. And then this other guy spoke been an assistant. He was just so evil and manipulative. What was the name of that uh, uh, picture? Green Law, what was it? Yeah. Greenleaf. 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 Yeah. I said, Renee. Years ago when we watched that. Yeah. Oh, Oprah was behind it. I really didn't want to watch it when I found out she was behind it. I knew her agenda. But I watched it to just to see how they was orchestrating stuff. But they done went to somebody at church and paid close attention because that's exactly how it is. Everybody got to embrace this holy pulpit. Another preacher in trouble now. And he trying to come out where the pulpit is for truth. But the pulpit, if you want to put it like that, your source must be the truth. And you you don't just speak the truth on Sundays and Wednesday and go live a lie the rest of the week. That's that. No, it's not for that. The vessel have to be a part of the truth that they are teaching in lifestyle. So people think they can say one thing and live another. That way you're sure he couldn't stand them Pharisees. He said, because you teach something you don't live. Hmm. All right. Uh, point number two, the world's condition is a result is a result of humans' greed for power and control over each other. That's point, that's point number two that go with five. Y'all make sure you get the notes. The world condition... See, the father don't, don't, don't violate his own delegated authority. He gave mankind to rule the world. So the condition of the world is not the father's fault. Whatever happened is not the father's fault. Humans, uh, result of human grief of power and control over each other. You can't get no money if somebody don't get out there and get it for you. You got to dominate over a person. You need a person's hands to work for you. They feet to run for you. You need their brain to think for you. And you know how corporate America is. They, they look look what the uh uh President Obama and the other ones did with these uh uh bank uh executives. Look 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 all that money he gave them and bailed them out. And other folk uh slaving and 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 sweating and putting everything they can and working all these long hours. $10 an hour, and he going to give them millions of dollars. Person you slaving for, they making millions. They could easily pay you triple what they, for what? They be saying they come in and do it, let them keep doing it, work, work, the, work the skin off their back and give them a watch and a rocking chair and let them retire. Putting all that time, all that effort, slaving for that, that particular person, and the, they got plenty of money. This is why everybody should be doing your best to become an entrepreneur. If you're going to slave, slave for yourself. If you're going to be tired, be at least you can have the gratification and say, well, it was for me. If I worked 100 hours, it was for me. It wasn't for nobody else. Making, that, making them all the money, they hardly paying me anything. See, that's a corporate plantation. And too many citizens of the kingdom of heaven are bound down, bound, bound up, and bow down by that mentality. The father didn't tell you to do that. Spend all your time, work, work, work. And then you can't even quote a scripture without going to sleep. T too tired to quote a scripture. That is not the will of the Lord. No, it isn't. Well, the Bible says you don't work, you don't eat. He was talking about lazy folk who want somebody to give them everything. Yasha, Yasha, Yahia. Y'all read it for yourself, 61, and you'll see who the father won't do in the work and who you want to be free so they can minister to him. And you'll find your, your name written there. If you take that and change the mentality, then the father brings stuff into your life based on your ability to manage that you can be available, available for him and not working 60 hours a week. Kids in daycare, being taught the devil's rule, but you working six hours a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that old demon gotta go. Matthew 4, 8 through 10. We read it. A yard uh one and six. We already got it. Now let's go to uh point number six and seven. See, we may finish up this section here before we go to why people don't pray. 
All right, now, Yahweh's will can only be manifest in the earth through man. Go to Yochanan. Let's check that. Go to Yochanan. Shoot that time to me again. No, let me tell you. Go to Yochanan and somebody read. I need to know what I got left to. All right, here we go. 14 and 12. Read. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father, and I will mm -hmm. do whatever. Mm -hmm. I will do whatever you ask in my authority, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may mm -hmm. ask me for anything in my authority, and I will do it. So quit asking in His name and start asking His authority. Maybe we'll get something done. He didn't give us no name. He gave us dominion, authority. You, you're welcome. I know it's the translations, the translators, and that stuff been out of habit now. It's just in there, but you got to root it out. And I'm going to keep working on it. I'm going to chop that joke up out of there. And then we'll be more conscious of authority instead of a name. You get it? I had a note he said, whoever believes in me will do. Now, we know what works. That word is abad in the Hebrew. So the vision that he was operating in, the miracles that was daily for him, he said, we'll do that. You see, so that the father manifested through him because he was here only to do the father's will. His main driving why was to do the will of the father. So the father was able to manifest his will in the earth because of Yeshua, a legal man in the earth who operated in authority the way the first Adam was supposed to. Now we have that authority. So as we operate in our authority, petition the Father in heaven in prayer as we communicate to him to do his will in the earth, that we'll have the same miracles manifest. He want the supernatural to override the natural. He want that on a daily basis, not skipping and you know, like you skip the rocks and skip across. No, he want a straight stream. He want to uh, just just split the whole sea, the the lakes. Don't throw a rock and skip skip across the lake. Throw the rock and and, and part the lake. Part it. <laughs> Miracles are common to the kingdom government minded citizen of the kingdom of heaven operating on earth. Miracles are common to the person who operate in the dominion. So many supernatural things are taking place that we really don't be mindful of them because we're so used to living in the natural. I heard testimony, that's supernatural. That's a super overrode the natural and made it happen. Now, point number seven, before man's rebellion against the government of the kingdom, prayer was not necessary. Well, no point. He didn't have to petition heaven to do anything on the earth because the presence of heaven was on the earth with man he they had the keys in the hand they didn't have to be they were you remember the yeshua said i give you key, uh, keys to the kingdom well they had the keys in their hand heaven was open the government of heaven was open on earth everything man said everything they did was the will of the father there was no need for it Petition came necessary when they rebelled against the government, lost their dominion, their authority. Now Yeshua got it back and said, hey, I'm in heaven now. A man, legal in heaven, who overcame all the phase of man in the earth. I gave you the authority back. I'm standing in heaven. So when you petition heaven, I'm a man and your high priest standing before the father. I make sure that it manifests in the earth. So the man in the presence of heaven, like Adam was in the presence of heaven in the beginning, is Yeshua in heaven. Heaven is connected with the earth through Yeshua and us. We are the channel. We are the connecting line. And when we petition, that line open up whatever needs to be open in heaven and release it in the earth. Why prayer is necessary? Because the will of the Father will not be done on the earth if we don't ask him to. I'm looking for somebody to flitch or move your toe or something. That was that was that was exciting. 
<laughs> Shoot, there's stuff like this, man. I be trying to hold my hold my mule. I'm sitting there like uh, uh L Smith, you ready to dance, ain't you? I said, man, I'm I'm ready to run somewhere. I don't want to bring no disturbance or distract nobody. But man, this stuff is is lighting me up over here. Man, I feel you, man. And me and one of the elders I knew, <laughs> as soon as pastors get through teaching and start praying, well, we cut loose. I can get that energy somewhere and put it to work. All right, so we're, we're going to get, now the second session on this is why people don't pray. And we're going to cover those areas so people can start identifying different uh, tricks and schemes that the enemy have uh, purposely, uh, it's been pre-engineered to invade your life and cause you not to pray. We talked about the number one reason, but listen, listen, we are important. It's important that all of us get that vision, which is the revelation of purpose, that purpose come in us as we study the word, get the understanding of what the father uh, won't done in the earth. You understand? Yeshua just said, you will be done. His will is tied up in two primary things and everything else is going to flow out, out of that. See, when we operate in dominion, that dominion dominates sickness, bacteria, and diseases, which is a product of, of the thought. Primarily, it's, it's thinking. We buy poison and put it in our body. We do, we, we do that. We go to the store, you drive, put your gas in your car, you order it, and they bring it to your house. You put it on your shelf. You cook it, boil it, fry it, bake it. I said primary fried in hog lard and eat it and fill our arteries with fat and cholesterol. We do it. That's a mind problem. So he wants us to dominate that mind and say, hey, wait a minute. It's not the will of the father that my body be in the shape. That's not the will of the father. And when I talk like this, some people get offended, but I'd rather you get offended and get saved. You know, then the uh, displeased the father, 40 years on earth, walking a lifestyle that's unbalanced and is not pleasing him because of our mindset. And there are no excuses. Everybody make choices. Dr. Nair, I was talking about this. Uh, people go through traumatic experience when they are young. They are molested. They are hurt. They are damaged emotionally. And I'm through teaching. I'm really ministering to those, uh, audience, you know, other places now. And we're going to pray, have our prayer, and we get off. But, you know, been messed all up and stuff like that. But you can't blame nobody for your present condition. You have a choice to make because deliverance have been made available to everybody. You have to make the choice that, okay, Father, they didn't do no more to me than what I did to you. And I've done because I've blamed you for all of this. I've walked in disobedience. I parted, showed my naked tail, put temptations out there, did all of this. I got violated. Now I'm making a choice to confess this before you, that you can forgive me what I did. I can forgive them what they did. And I want you to restore my emotional state. Restore me. Restore me. Heal me of this trauma. Heal me of this pain that I've been suppressing over the years. Heal me of my walking away and not walking to. The weird said this, he'd rather fall in the hands of the living father than to fall in the hands of man. Because he know the father is merciful and he will forgive and he will cleanse. We don't have to wait till some uh, person go find somebody who had been through and get a prostitute off the street. And then they got on TV the next two days. Uh, trying to, you know, testify what happened. You don't have to wait for that. It's plenty of people that had more worse thing than that happened to them. And they have made decisions to walk in wholeness. They have made decisions to let the Lord have their life. They have made decisions and they got families. They are entrepreneurs. They're going on about their business. No bitterness, no triggers. Because there is no condition that cannot be healed. The creator built us and he know how to fix us. Instead of going laying on a couch and telling a psychiatrist all your trauma and your problems, how about laying on the lap of Yeshua and tell him what he already knows and let him hear you? The song, I like that song, Let Yeshua Heal. 
Let Yeshua heal in this place, for he is wonderful. He is marvelous. Let Yeshua heal. That song there. Let Yeshua heal. This place is wonderful. And see, you saying that when you're free. He healed that place for you. And once that mind get healed, the body will come into agreement and alignment. We thank you so much and we say shalom. You can uh, contact us at primalfaith.org. We got a library of teaching, lab, uh, different areas you can connect with us. Whatever you need may be, we got it. We got a prayer line. You can email us. We'll, we'll pray for you. We have results when we pray because we know how to pray. I teach our sisters and brothers how to pray effectively. Our prayer team get prayers answered because we pray the will of the Father for you. Thank you so much.